0: Hey there. I'm Andrea Koppel and it's time for coffee. The podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey, Java junkies. Hope you're enjoying a mug of your favorite brew or whatever hot beverage you are enjoying as you walk to work or walk to school because it is time for another caffeinated career conversation. Today, I have the great pleasure of speaking with Raj Kumar, who is the founding president and editor-in-chief of Devex, the media platform for the global aid and development community. And Devex is also the largest provider of recruiting and business development services for global development. The Washington Post has called Devex the Bloomberg of foreign aid. Devex began as a social enterprise. About 18 years ago, while Raj was a grad student at the Harvard Kennedy School, we'll be talking about that in just a minute. Today, DevX has offices in five countries and a staff of 100 serving a global audience of more than a million aid workers and development professionals. Raj, welcome to Time for Coffee. Are you caffeinated and ready for conversation?
1: Thank you so much. I am a little drinking water, not coffee, but I'm happy to be a part of the discussion today.
0: I'm guessing you had a little java earlier today. Okay, (laughs) fair enough. So we are going to jump right in because the espresso shot are quick questions, quick answers to give our Java junkies an opportunity to kind of get a little... Taste of what this profession is like. Sure. So, first question What are the entry level jobs that are available to people who are interested in breaking into this profession?
1: Especially a lot of entry level jobs, which is kind of exciting. This is a global industry. So, the jobs could be here in the United States, they could be all over the world. The work, the projects that happen in global development are happening in poor countries, countries that are kind of low income or middle income. There's still a lot of the jobs. Actually, here, too, in the United States, a place like Washington, D.C. So there are roles that are administrative in nature for entry-level positions, like helping get visas for the expert consultants who are going to be flying to Congo and and working on a health project there. There are jobs around helping write proposals for grants. There are jobs around helping to track new funding opportunities for NGOs. So lots of administrative jobs which is a great way to crack into the field. And it's a field with like maybe 2 million professionals working in it around the world. So there are quite a number of new entry-level positions that open up all the time.
0: Fantastic! What is a useful skill or skills that you look for in the people that you hire here at DevEx?
1: I think self-awareness is really important. Knowing what you want and knowing what you're good at, knowing where you're not as strong and being willing to work on that. So I think if you've got a strong sense of self-awareness, there's so many kinds of jobs here at DevX are actually hundred and fifty people now. So there's a lot of different kinds of roles here. And the main thing is just knowing enough about yourself to know where you'll fit in and where you can grow.
0: Is someone's major in school a deciding factor? to get into this profession? And if they haven't studied a particular subject, do you think that's a deal breaker? That
1: used to be kind of the case, and it's really not anymore. You can study anything you want. There are plenty of people who come to the development sector who work in business, plenty who have a degree in English or philosophy. I mean, you can find a way in. So it's not really about the degree so much because there's such a wide variety of work. This is an industry where you're talking about mainly rich countries helping poor countries to develop. Originally, that was a very government-run thing, but now there are lots of small NGOs, social enterprises. It's no longer just like rich countries going to poor ones, but lots of great, exciting work happening within these dynamic countries. So there's a lot of kinds of roles. So it doesn't really matter that much what you studied. You will typically find most people in the sector did something related to policy or politics or international affairs at the undergrad level mean political science. You'll find more of those folks here, but it's not like if you studied something else, you can't break in. You absolutely can.
0: What about graduate degree?
1: Graduate degrees are really common in this industry. It's not essential, but I would say the vast, vast majority of people who you meet in global development have a grad degree. I think on our website, the million professionals or so who are working in development that are members of our community, it's something like 80% that have a graduate degree. So it's really high up. I actually dropped out of grad school. So maybe I'm a sign you don't necessarily need to have a graduate degree. And things are shifting a lot. Don't feel like you must have a graduate degree, but this is an industry where typically people have them.
0: What about life experiences based on the many years now that you've spent both as an entrepreneur in this industry and also an observer? Mm -hmm. What do you think are some of the skills and life experiences that are more useful? I think
1: one is having an international mindset. And that can be a challenging barrier for people. Like if you haven't had the chance to study abroad or you haven't traveled abroad, that can be a a real barrier for cracking into this industry. Because if you're going up against other candidates for a role and they have spent time overseas, and again, overseas meaning not visiting Italy with your parents or something, but actually like having spent time in sub-Saharan Africa or in Southeast Asia or the places where this kind of work is happening. It's kind of hard to have a job in this field. If you don't really understand what the work really is and what these places are like, the challenges people who live there are facing. So that can be pretty important. And again, a lot of people who who are working in this field more and more are actually coming from those countries themselves. So they have that experience and it's a different story. But if you're an American or European, having an international experience, international mindset can be really valuable.
0: What is the best part for you of being in this profession? Just getting to see the impact of the work
1: that's happening so I'm constantly meeting like really exciting people doing amazing work on the ground. They're just changing the world. It, often at a very small scale, like in their in a village somewhere, in a community somewhere. But it really makes you feel good. If you cause if you look at kind of the news, it's like a depressing world out there. But I get to see the other side of the story, which is just exciting work happening every day all over the world, making lives better. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. It, it helps ground you, right? Or put life really in perspective does. when you see both the conditions that people are living in, but then the potential.
1: Yeah. I tend to be an optimist having seen all this. I mean, I think actually there's a lot of good things happening out there.
0: Now the flip side, <laughs> What part of your current job really sucks?
1: I think it's probably the bureaucracy, because this is an industry. There's a lot of government role in the industry, a lot of big institutions, something that's been around for many, many decades. So it's not like you just have a good idea and you're going to just do it. Often you run up against kind of slow-moving institutions, long processes. Even you know, if you've got a really good idea and a government agency working in this field really loves that idea, it still could be a year or two years. Before it gets going, so I think that sometimes the pace, which is changing, it's getting better, but that can be really frustrating.
0: So this is a relatively new espresso shot question. Mm-hmm. Are there any movies or fiction books that you've read that accurately depict this industry? I
1: don't know if there's any that like really fully depict it, but there are parts. So let's see. The Constant Gardener, which is that movie about Kenya and kind of pharmaceutical companies. It's not really a fully accurate picture of what happens in our space, but you know it's a bit, a bit dramatized. But it gives you kind of a feel maybe for what that sort of expat community might be like in some places. There's another movie called The Girl in the Cafe, which is about – it's not a very well-known movie, but it's kind of cool and, and worth watching. It's about one of these global conferences. In this case, I think it's the G7. All these world leaders meeting and debating about how much funding they're going to put to fight global poverty. And you kind of get a feeling for what it's like to be a fly on the wall there. And then a recent one is Black Panther. Which Black Panther is really interesting because it's a comic book movie, of course, right? But it, it does tell – it has some interesting themes in it. Like one of them is the question of what rich countries owe to poor ones, right? And like what Wakanda as a, as a nation is going to do for its neighboring countries in Africa. And I think that kind of question is really interesting and something that gets discussed a lot in our field. So I think Black Panther can give you kind of an insight as well into the global development community. I can
0: definitely see that. Like, and that was an awesome movie. So final shot here, Mm -hmm. what would people be surprised to learn about your profession?
1: I guess they might be surprised to learn that it's a profession at all. I mean, I think a lot of people, when they hear about doing work in, you know, low income places and places with a lot of poverty, they might think about it as kind of volunteer work. Like, oh, we're going to go there and just do good things. And it's actually a really serious, hard-nosed profession. And this is not a place to come and dabble because you got good intentions. Like this is a really serious profession. You need to know your stuff. You want to fight malaria. If you're trying to address systemic corruption, if you're trying to address some really tough problems, which is what they are, you need to be a professional and you need to have the skills. It's a, it's a real discipline.
0: Raj Kumar, thank you so much for making time to have coffee with me and the Time for Coffee community today. Thank you.